listening to The Current Daily, a new podcast keeping us up to date with the latest news for UC San Diego's Information Technology Services Department. My name is Miguel Rodriguez. Today is Tuesday, March 31st. And it is my birthday, so I'm going to take a break from this podcast and let Mark Herzberger take the floor. This is Mark Herzberger, communications manager with the department. I'm here with a man I always socially distance from, even in the best of times. That is Mike Korn, our chief information security officer. Mike, welcome to the pod. How are you? I'm doing just fine, Mark. It's good to talk to you. We have a few questions about cybersecurity in the age of COVID-19, so let's get into them. What is it about working remotely that makes us more vulnerable to cybersecurity threats? Well, I think there's two answers to that. The first is it's important for everyone to understand that every phisher, every malware agent, every organized criminal organization out there right now is using COVID as the lure to drag people in. So we are living at a point in time when we can anticipate very easily what the bad guys, so to speak, are doing. They're using COVID to track, draw you into uh, malicious websites. But specifically about working remotely, the issue is that many people are using, like I am right now, my personal computer which isn't managed by uh, an IT professional. Uh, It may not have, in most cases, the same security software and controls that a university computer would have. And because it sits on my home network and not on the campus network, the traffic between the internet and my computer is not going through the usual set of security filters and instrumentation that you would get if you were sitting on campus. And thus, when I work on this computer, I'm bringing a little additional risk to any university business taking place on it. Well, on that note, uh, we had been saying to use the VPN sparingly, but you'd like to change that advice. How and when should we be using the VPN? Well, the reason for that originally was because there was great concern, very reasonable concern, that the VPN infrastructure wasn't going to be able to handle the load of transitioning 30,000 employees to remote access. As it turns out, we have seen a two or three X increase in load on the VPN, but it's still well within less than say half or even a quarter of its capacity. And over the next few weeks, we're gonna be rolling out some new VPN hardware, which doubles the existing capacity. So what I'd really like to do is encourage people to begin using the VPN, the all through option as much as possible when you're at work during the day, you know, when you're working from home during the day. And the reason is, is this way, all of your traffic, again, routes through campus, goes through the normal security filters and firewalls and intrusion detection systems that have been removed from the equation when you're using split tunneling or um, not using the VPN at all. And what is the new URL rewriting service you've been emailing about, and what benefit does it bring? The URL rewriting service is a feature that we paid for, we bought when we bought the Proofpoint anti-spam service. It's really the best of breed way of protecting individuals from malicious URLs and bad phishing sites that are delivered through email. 
What it basically does is if you receive a URL that says, you know, RussianMob.com, and you click on that on campus, there's a even money chance that our DNS system is going to recognize that as a bad URL and redirect you to a page that says, I'm not letting you go to RussianMob.com. When you're off campus, it's uh, less likely that you're going to be going through that service in which case you're going to go directly to RussianMob.com, then you've got a whole world of hurt. The other problem we've got is when a phishing campaign comes into campus, eventually, usually within a couple hundred messages, the Proofpoint service will recognize it as a phish and start blocking it. But a certain number of those messages is are quite likely to be delivered to your mailbox, and therefore the people who got them first may still have this malicious URL sitting in their mailbox. So when the system rewrites all the URLs, it basically says, before I take you to RussianMob.com, I'm going to take you to a Proofpoint uh, service called URL Defense. And what that service will do is examine the URL and say, do I know this is a bad URL or is it a good one? If it knows it's a good one, it just sends you along on your merry way. You'll probably not even notice this took place. It only takes a couple of milliseconds. However, if it has since discovered, since the mail was delivered, that the URL is bad, it'll begin blocking you. And the beauty of this is it also works when you're off campus in a coffee shop across the world. It simply works. And so this brings really a whole nother level of protection to URLs. And it's really the last piece of our email security apparatus that we just haven't deployed yet. Very good. Thank you, Mike, for those cybersecurity tips and hope everybody jumps in to act on them. Thank you, Mark. Have a nice day. Thank you. You too. Do you like what you're hearing on this podcast? Please let a fellow IT services staff member know so they don't miss out. Also, if you want to be notified as soon as the podcast is posted, watch the podcast page on The Current. If you don't know how to do that, instructions for watching a page are posted there. Most importantly, if you have something to share or an idea for me to include here, you can submit it to the email its-podcast at ucsd.edu. If you join me on Zoom, you could actually be on the podcast. Again, don't be shy. We want your voices here. This is a podcast not only for ITS, but by ITS to help keep us informed and connected. And that is it for today. Remember to listen tomorrow morning for the next episode of The Current Daily.